Welcome to Last Orders. It's a podcast about beer and about books and probably about anything that occurs to me, really. Uh, I'm James from Hopstuff Brewery. And we are in Seven Gunnery Terrace, which is in Woolwich. But it's an interesting part of Woolwich. Can you tell us about the area we're in and what's going on? It's, there's a lot going on here, isn't there? We're based actually on the, the Royal Arsenal in Woolwich, former munitions factory. The brewery itself is a grade two listed munitions factory. We've been here since kind of 2013. The redevelopment of the whole area started in the early 2000s when Berkeley Homes basically bought the whole lot. They're quite keen to work with us as, as a brewery and we're quite keen to be part of the community. Um, there are 5,000 flats, or there will be 5,000 flats on the Arsenal itself. Um, and so, yeah, no, we, we rely very heavily on the community. Um, and hopefully we supply them lots of nice beer to, uh, to drink locally. So you're a relatively new brewery. Can you tell me how the brewery got started? Yeah, so I, uh, throughout kind of university and um, after university looking for, for other jobs and, and various bits and bobs, I used to work in a pub called The Grain Store in Rutland. And at the time they were a five-barrel brew pub. So I had a, had a kind of bit of experience there, kind of working with beer and locally sourced, locally made beer, because they were quite keen on that, you know, even in 2005, six, you know, slightly early before everyone else. I then did what everyone does when they leave university, and I went into the city. I worked there for three years uh, doing debt capital markets, debt origination, uh, which was miserable, absolutely miserable. I hated it, and I remember having a conversation with my girlfriend and saying... I've got, I've got to get out. I've got to leave. Otherwise, I was gonna, I was gonna go mad. So we had the, the crazy idea, and I think the the arsenal itself and the the people and the the place gave us the confidence to kind of to go for it and do it. We founded the company in April 13, crowdfunded in June 13, took over the lease in this unit September, first beer brewed October, first beer sold November. So it was a fairly quick kind of startup. Once we once we were kind of going with it, we really had to run with it because I I quit quit my job in September of thirteen. So I had to very quickly start making some beer that, that people were going to buy, basically. Um, and then yeah, it's just been just been going ever since. And you know we're, we're very fortunate that um, we, we've had a fantastic reception. We've gone from one guy, i.e. me. We're now up to six, uh, soon to be seven, and recruiting for an eighth. We're just about to open the, the tap room in Woolwich. Uh, so tell us a bit about that. I walked past the site. If you're not familiar with this area, it is a huge building site. There are lots of old buildings, but new flats as yeah. well. And in one of the old buildings, I saw there's this huge hoarding up saying the tap room is coming. So yeah. tell us what the tap room is going to be. And it's it's just literally a stone's throw from where we're sitting now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, not far at all. So Em um, and I, uh, my, my fiancé now, we always had an idea that we wanted to open a, a restaurant or a, a bar or something on the Arsenal. And uh, through a lot of dialogue with Berkeley Homes, the people who own the estate, we found this fantastic location and we kind of agreed on uh, a programme of works. And excitingly, we will be opening a bar and restaurant uh, that will serve, will be a permanent hop stuff stockist. It will also stock other London and Kent beers, as well as uh, stone-baked sourdough pizzas. Really simple, great pizza, great beer, um, and uh, yeah, opening in October, which is uh, scary, exciting, uh, given that it's August already and, uh, and we're uh, running out of time. 
but no, all, all going all going very well. I was in there yesterday, looking at it because we're having an extension built on the back to house kitchen and toilets and cellars and all sorts. There's a mez level going in there as well, so we can have a restaurant kind of upstairs. That's all going ahead. So yeah, early October open. Where can you buy? Your beer. That's what I'm curious. And when I came in, you were busy going through orders, and I just don't know whether this is just representative, but it sounded like a lot of your beer is going to North London. I wonder why that might be. Uh, well, um, start start of the football season, so our our demand in Islington and that sort of area uh, spikes. It ju- it Could you just explain for anyone not who's oh, not okay. made the connection right, why okay. why that is? Why we're we're so, in South London? Why um, what is the connection with a certain part of North London? Uh, uh, Arsenal Football Club was founded on the Royal Arsenal. It was the, the workers' football team. So if you walk around the Arsenal, there are plaques and stuff saying, you know, played their first game here or, you know, changing rooms were here. And the, the, old, the old changing rooms and the football pitches are now up on, uh, were up on Plumstead Common. There's a pub up there called The Star, which has got a, uh, a room where the old changing room used to be. And they've got a load of shirts hanging up. And it's, yeah, anyway, if you're up this way or down this way, go, go and have a look. Obviously, the, the, there is a there is a connection to, to the Arsenal Football Club. We're, we're not a we're not a football pub. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm I'm actually more of a rugby rugby boy. We love it. We we play on it a little bit. We've got an Arsenal pale ale. I was going to say, notice some of the names of some of your some of your beers. They do seem to to play on it. I know the whole area uses the the sort of gun logo. That's kind of the logo, not just for the brewery, but for the whole area that we're in. But you do have, yeah, you, you have a, not an, AP, an IPA, you have an APA. So I just wonder if you could tell us, talk us through some of your, your different beers. Um, some of them are fairly obvious, some of them a little less so. So yeah. talk us through your sort of core range to start with. Uh, so so the, the, the range keeps growing and growing. We, we started off with a fairly simple idea that we were going to have three or four permanent core beers. That was our Pale Ale, which is a 4.5 kind of light hoppy just session beer. Really nice, perfect for kind of after work drinking. Fusilier, which was my, um, I, I, I wanted a beer that I would associate with kind of post-game drinking on a Saturday afternoon, kind of winter months, a bit cosier. It's a maltier beer kind of across across the board, and the hops are a bit earthier, so it's, it's got a really nice kind of rounded flavour. Some, you know, it's not one for the hopheads, but actually it works really well. We've then got the, the, the APA, the Arsenal Pale Ale. Um, that originally came about by my girlfriend drinking a bottle of uh, Dead Pony Club. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my, yeah, one of my favourites when I was sort of starting my journey into beer. That was my gateway beer, oh, really? Dead Pony Club, which I bought purely on the strength of the name, but I love Dead Pony Club. Um, well, yeah, so, so uh, <laughs> M wanted a beer that was kind of lower ABV, but high hops and, and lots of flavour, but not too bitter, but also, you know, quite refreshing. And so we, we kind of took this idea and we, we brewed this 3.8, hoppy little number and uh it's proved incredibly popular so we've we've kept it as a kind of as a core range um and then renegade ipa uh, so loads of people ask me uh, why why renegade it's really stupid name the story of the, the the renegade is basically we were brewing test batches for our potential investors when we were crowdfunding uh, i put an email out to the london brewers alliance saying is there anyone who can help me with some some test samples because I, I need to get access to a pilot kit or you know and a guy called John Hatch at the Ram Brewery in Wandsworth uh, in the former in the site of the former Young's Brewery invited me down and said I've got a hundred liter nano kit but it's perfect for samples and that sort of stuff fantastic so I I went down there and whilst we were waiting for the boil or something he, he took me into a, a separate room where he had his beer uh, Phoenix on we we sat there and we were chatting away and said oh, I've got to show you this. 
It was a music video for uh, the band Feeder. Um, Feeder filmed a music video called Renegades in the site of the former Young's Brewery, where we were brewing these test samples. So as a kind of nod to John and a thank you and a, a nod to where the, kind of the recipe was created, we decided to call the beer Renegade because that's where the music video was filmed. How, you talk about that development phase when, you're, when you were crowdfunding. How many different beers do you think you would have brewed when you were in that phase? Countless. I, I, I couldn't, couldn't put a number on it. So we brewed all kinds of variations, you know, slightly, different, uh, slightly different profiles. And then, of course, it all changed again when we, when we came to the, the larger kit because you, you, you would find that some dominant flavours on the smaller kit wouldn't translate over to the bigger and they would get lost in you know, other characters of the beer. So it's been a constant evolution over the past kind of 18 months. And you know, every, every beer we will tweak ever so slightly, not to the point where anyone would notice, but just, so, just until we finally hone, hone each beer you know, to, to, to be the, the exact one we want. We've got there with our core range. A lot of the seasonals have become core. Because of, because of the demand so the session IPA for example was only ever meant to be a seasonal but the demand for it's been kind of outstripping what we can produce which is brilliant uh, we've got a range of, of darker beers we've, we did a, an Amarillo Mild for Cameras Mild May um, we do a 7.4% Gunners Porter um, which actually we've got three casks of still downstairs from last year which have been in our cold store and we're going to open them up on our December open day here I'm going to have to try and be here. I, I love porter. So that's not a beer that we can buy at the moment. Is that uh, right? It's not on sale. Not, not at the moment. It's only, uh, it's only really over the winter months you'll, you'll, you'll see it. I mean, we're, we're looking to potentially up production next year to, to be able to kind of keep, it, keep it going a little bit longer. But I, I think porter needs to come out, of the, come out of the winter, frankly. I think porter is not just the winter. I think it can be enjoyed all the year round, but well, I'm a bit of a porter evangelist. We, um, we had a uh, beer festival uh, last weekend at, uh, at Welling which is a stone's throw away from us. We were begged by the organiser to let them, let them have one of, one of the porters we had downstairs. We gave it to them, and it won beer of the, the festival. It was, uh, it was ferocious, but it was tasting amazing. We, we, we tapped it, and I luckily got down there. I had one of the last pints of it. Um, we've not done a gravity check on it recently, but I'm fairly certain it's probably 8 9 10% now. It's, uh, it's got a bit of a kick to it. That sounds amazing. Right. Excellent. Um, now, the future. You are selling a lot of beer, I can imagine, and you're opening a tap. Where do you see hop stuff being in maybe five years' time? Oh, five years. Uh, five weeks, maybe. We, we change our mind on, on kind of where we want to go on a, on a pretty much daily basis. I mean, we, we sometimes think, OK, well, we'd love to be this kind of uh, uh, juggernaut of craft beer where you know, we're, we're putting it out into supermarkets and doing this and that and stuff and, and then actually uh, we, we flip and we say well why, why don't we why don't we just keep it local and keep what we're doing and because at the moment we're, we're running it we've got the ability to brew five times a week so we can brew Monday to Friday without the need to kind of overhaul all our kit to be able to supply you know a much bigger quantity uh, I think the plan for the next couple of years is to open uh, the tap room and get that kind of running uh, there'll obviously be a direct supply into there we're looking at then um, potentially you know a couple of pubs locally that we, we might be interested in if they come up at the right price or the right lease or you know various other bits of pubs like that and then I think once once we've got that kind of our own network sorted and once we're a little bit more established in London because you know, we've got 
we've got direct supply agreements with uh, Taylor Walker, Metropolitan Pub Co. Um, we can supply JDW. We can do free houses across London. And at the moment, we're we're only really scratching the surface. I mean, we're we're getting beer out there and it's selling very well, but there's still so much more that we can do. Is it mainly in London, in the southeast at the moment? And roughly how many pubs do you think your beer is in at the moment? There are kind of hundreds hundreds that it could be available in. Uh, it's, it's kind of constantly rotating. I, I think everyone everyone kind of in southeast London, particularly uh, Woolwich, Greenwich, Plumstead, uh, Bexley, uh, Blackheath, the, the kind of uh, the free houses around there will, will pretty much always have a constant supply. Um, we're starting to push up into the city a little bit more, a lot more of the Taylor Walkers, a lot more of the free houses and the metros up there. Uh, we do occasional kind of pallets that have gone off to small beer in Lincoln and then been distributed around and a few other bits and bobs like that. We sent some beer up to Edinburgh to uh, New Wave uh, a while ago. Um, so it does get around. Um, if you want to, if you, with guarantee, you know, with a guaranteed chance of spotting it, you're, you're better off in southeast. And how about bottled beer? Where can we buy that? Where does that go? Bottled beer is a, is a new thing for us. We, we're just, just starting to go into that kind of uh, market. We've um, just sent some down to uh, the Bitter End in Bromley and a few other places like that. We supply the Theatre of Wine in Greenwich. Uh, we have all the bottles on our website as well, so you can go on there and, and, and buy them. And, um, and then also kind of bottle shops across London we're just starting to, to kind of talk to them. We've just had a conversation with Old Bins about maybe we could do something. And, um, and we've just done desk beers. We've got a pallet going to Flavorly, the uh, craft beer box, uh, next month. We've got uh, pallets going to uh, a pub co or a, a bar company called Drake & Morgan uh, up in the city. Uh, they're going to be taking um, a load of our single hot Pacific gem. Um, so you, you can find them around. You've just got to... Uh, just got to search for them or, or ask for them, and uh, and we will supply. Seventh of seventh uh, of August, uh, the Friday night, six till eleven p.m. We basically we open up the brewery. Uh, people can come in, have a little nose around. Uh, we've got a street food vendor called Earl Sandwiches coming down. Load of our beers on. I think we've got Pale Fuse, APA, Rennie, and uh, Single Hop Simcoe racked up, uh, plus a load of our keg beers. Uh, plus also we've got a guest beer from Four Pure for the uh, London Beer City uh, week which is kicking off next week so they've brewed a beer for, for London Beer City and we, we bought a keg of it which will be on on Friday we then also open 11 till 3 on the Saturday so Saturday the 8th typically it's more of a it's more of a come in and pick up bottles sort of day because 11 till 3 it's quite early for, for drinkers although we get a fair few and also in addition to that if we're not busy enough uh, we're also uh, organising, uh, my, my partner actually organises the Royal Arsenal Farmers Market, which Hopstuff has a, a stall at every month. So where is that again? Uh, it's on number one street on the Royal Arsenal uh, in Woolwich. Um, that's open 10 till 3 on Saturday. That's purely off sales, bottle sales. So if you do want some bottles, pop along to that. I can thoroughly recommend coming down here. It's a really interesting part of London, undergoing a huge transformation. And the brewery itself is a lovely space. It is an industrial unit, as most breweries are, but this one's a little bit different. It's a very old building with an upstairs with a hole cut in the floor. It's bizarre. You have to see it, really, to believe it. And uh, why did you cut a hole in the floor? We, um, so so we, wanted, we wanted lots of natural light in the brewery. Um, and originally this... Uh, the, the tenant before us used to sublet this as a, as a separate office uh, upstairs where we're sat right now 
Um, we uh, <laughs> we got the FVs in and we put them upright without the f- we, sorry with the floor there and we went oh that's a bit tight. So we uh, we couldn't actually get the uh, the top manways open to dry hop or to add yeast or anything like that. So um, easiest solution was to cut a quarter of the floor away. Uh, <laughs> it is bizarre. It does um, look well. I don't know how you would have ever got them in without having the hole cut in the floor. So you we're sitting upstairs. We've got lovely lots of natural light. I assume that's north facing window as it would be an industrial unit. So nice and cool in here and uh, a hole cut in the floor with a rope around it um, and the big tank right sticking now. out that's, that's <laughs> yeah so uh, we, we, we've now we've recently just bought two new uh, two new extra fermentation vessels uh, which are the, the two kind of closest to to us as we look over the mares um, so the two new ones came in only last month um, they were interesting to get up right uh, because they're yeah, taller they are big they're taller than our uh, than our other 10 barrel um, fermentation vessels um, so it was a bit of a squeeze we've got a 20 barrel fermentation vessel in the uh, loading bay that was just too big we couldn't um, we unfortunately couldn't get it through so it got plumbed in in the loading bay uh, because it was the only place we could uh, oh, I wonder what that was doing there it looked like it's sort of waiting to come in no that, that's, that's where it. that's where it lives um, <laughs> because uh, unfortunately we, we just couldn't get it down and couldn't get it through so uh, so yeah the 20 barrel lives there now oh fantastic okay well James thank you very very much indeed no for uh, for uh, spending some time with me today pretty easy to get to Woolwich it's on the DLR it's on numerous bus routes I get here on the bus and um, yeah so I can thoroughly recommend it come down here uh, on an open evening or, or on a Saturday and uh, sample some of your beer in a lovely surrounding. So, James, thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers.